Welcome to Create Your Own Light, where we harness our past, we embrace our future, and learn to conquer the roadblocks along the way together. I'm your host, Travis Howes. Let's get on with it. This episode is brought to you by YourWelder.com. YourWelder.com is an online directory of mobile welders. Whether at your home or at your industrial processing plant, we come to you. Our community of mobile welders can repair anything from the neighbor's mailbox that you just backed into or the cat bulldozer sitting on your job site. YourWelder.com is a directory of highly skilled professionals willing to help you on your job site on your timetable. YourWelder.com screens all of their welders using tools like photos from social media apps such as Instagram, Parler, and Facebook, even face-to-face meetups. YourWelder.com was built by actual industry welding experts who actually perform this type of work on a daily basis. And here's the best part. They're veteran-owned and operated. So go check them out at YourWelder.com. And also feel free to check them out on social media where I'll include their links in the show notes. So 15 days is how long I was laid up on my ass from COVID. Um, I'm still... I'm still feeling a little bit of the effects. I'm not, obviously I'm not um, contagious anymore. I actually took a test. I don't have it anymore, but some, some of the lingering effects from it, my voice is still a little bit, uh, sounds like I've been smoking Newports for, for a couple of weeks straight and uh, gargling rocks at the same time. Um, other than that, I have a little bit of, a little bit of a uh, brain fog going on, but it's not, it's not as bad as it was, I man. It got so bad one night I, uh, I almost fell down and, uh, just, but everything was spinning and whatnot. And I'm not a, I'm not a person. I don't know many people that do like being sick. I mean, I, I don't, I don't fare well mentally when, when I'm not well, it's hard to be strong. It's hard to be positive when you are absolutely beat down. And when you're beat down, it just seems like it's never going to stop. It's never going to go away. And, And it almost feels like this is, this is the new, normal. I hate, I hate that fucking word, but that's what it feels like. It feels like, all right, this is how life is going to be forever because it's so polarizing when you're sick and you're just laying there and you feel hopeless and you feel, you feel like it's just never going to get better. So that's what PTSD and uh, depression and anxiety and all these things, all these other big words, that's what that feels like. It feels like COVID, but it just doesn't go away ever. And it just keeps coming back and you'll get a couple of good days and then bam, the side effects hit you again. That's what it's like. So when, when these things happen and when you get beat down to a place where you just feel hopeless, how do you find motivation? How do you find inspiration? I mean, the whole time I was laying there for two weeks, I was trying to be inspired to do another episode here on this podcast. I was trying to find inspiration to um, handle my my business that I that I run, but I couldn't find it. And it's almost like I was waiting around for it. And it goes back to my book, Create Your Own Light, where I, I talk about being in these holes. And nobody's going to come around and change that for you. You have to do it yourself. And that's what I want to get get to today. It's kind of like, look, when, when the chips are down, you got to do something drastic, right? You can't keep doing the same old thing over and over and expect different results. You got to do something drastic. You got to flip the fucking table over and change the fucking poker game, right? 
And that's what, that's what I had to do today to sit down to even hit record on this thing. I, I, I'm sitting here ho- like looking for inspiration. I'm like, all right, where's it going to come from? And it's not, it's going to come from inside of me. I got to sit down and make it happen. So I was like, fuck, I don't have any notes. I don't, I don't have any topics I want to talk about. I'm just going to sit down and talk because if I don't, guess what? Monday's going to come and whoever was waiting on an episode, it's not going to be there. And I have fucking failed, but that's not going to happen because we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about this shit. The word doubt, right? That's such a strong word and it has such a, a major effect over our mindset. And, uh, you know, I, I certainly have doubts and I've had lots of doubts throughout my life. And, but the, I think the difference is, uh, I don't, I don't let those doubts control me. I, I, I don't let them manifest so much that they possess my body. And I, and I know a lot of people do that. They, they'll, they'll get doubts about things and they won't have the answers to whatever they're looking for right there in front of them. So they just shut down and, I think that's a, a big problem with society is like, we always want the answers. We, we have to have the answers because we're too afraid to move fo- in a forward direction without knowing exactly where we're heading. I'm not saying inspiration can't come from outside sources, but I think at the end of the day, we need to be responsible for inspiring ourselves. You know, I get inspiration from a lot of people and, and most of the people that I'm inspired from are people that listen to my podcast, people that support what I do, because I'm not going to lie. There's times when I'm out there on the road or, or, or even back home, I'm just feeling like, man, is what I'm doing, is this, is it worth it? Like, are, are people benefiting from this? Are people actually getting, and then because you don't hear from people for a while, and then all of a sudden you get flooded out of nowhere. Hey man, listen to episode 18 and uh, this happened and this caused me to go do this. And then I'm like, fuck man, that, that, I needed to hear that today. Like, so yeah, we do need encouragement. I, I I don't know why people have such a hard time lifting other people up. You know, um, I don't, I think it is, it's human nature to not be excited for other people when they, when they do something or when they, even when they do anything to just to knock them. I, I, you know, I, I saw this with my kids the other day and it pissed me off because my, my youngest daughter drew, um, a rabbit and it was all fat and shit. And she came in there crying and I was like, what's wrong? She goes, sissy said my fat dog looked dumb. And <laughs> I wanted to laugh, but I was pissed, man. And, and so I called, I called the oldest in there and I'm like, why would you say that? Like, why, why would you and as I'm, I'm sitting there trying to teach her in this moment, she's looking at me like she didn't understand what she did wrong. And it just, and it just hit me. And I was like, man, we're fucking wired to just put people down. We don't, that's not a learned behavior. That's just, I really truly feel like that's just a selfish instinct to make other people feel beneath us because it lifts us up. It makes us feel better when we try to make someone feel like they're not equal to us. And that fucking drives me crazy. Mankind has been around for so many years and and it's like, it's not like that's going to change overnight because of one, one guy sitting at his table talking into a microphone about a podcast. But I, 
I'm not even going to encourage other people to do this, but I know what I'm going to start doing is, is I'm just going to make sure that I'm more aware of that. And I want to be more aware of the fact that when, when people do good to let them know, or whenever they do something to be encouraging and to not be so quick to, um, be so negative when, when, when people tell you what, what their hopes and dreams are kind of thing. And I'm pretty good about that. I don't really try to knock, knock a lot of people. Um, but there are moments where I fail and there's moments when like someone will tell me something and I'm my mind. I just immediately go to the negative side of that and I got to work on that and I'd rather just be more uplifting and I don't want to be like blowing smoke up anybody's ass, but, and I'm not going to say you, you need to go do that, but I'm going to practice that. I'm, I'm really going to try to practice being more, uh, uplifting. I'm not trying to be fucking Joel Osteen, but um, I, I do want to work on that. That's something I want to work on. That's probably a character flaw of mine. Like I'm actually proud of people that, that do good things. I love seeing people do good. I love seeing people become successful. One thing I do hate though, I'm going to tell you, and I'll, I'll, I'll put this out there is I hate seeing people handed shit. I don't like when motherfuckers become prosperous and didn't earn it. I, it, there's nothing that drives me more crazy. And maybe that's the envy in me. Maybe that's the natural jealousy component in my brain as a human being that like, man, I've worked my whole fucking life grinding to the bone and nobody's ever handed me a fucking thing. So when I see somebody get handed something, I feel like they're not deserving of it. But who's to say they're not deserving of it? Why are they not deserving of it? Because because they didn't work as hard as I did doing the dumb shit that I did. Look, I had a conversation with a friend one time and he looked me dead in the face. We were... We were 30 years old and he was very well on a path to becoming um, financially successful. He was, he was already there, but he was about, he was, he was loading up his, his financial rocket ship with the fuel and he was getting ready to take off. And he had his hand out trying to pull me onto his financial rocket ship. And I looked at him dead in the face and he says, Travis, when you're 40 years old in a blink of an eye, you're going to be 40. And he goes, is this where you want to be? And I looked at him out of pride um, because I was doing comedy and I was doing wealth in comedy. I wasn't doing bad by any means, but I looked at him. This is before I had, you know, family. I was raising kids and everything. And I was like, no, this is what I want to do. This is my fucking dream. This is, this is where I belong. And he climbed on his rocket ship, his financial rocket ship, and he took off. All right. And he's still doing extremely well today. Well, I kept doing what the fuck I was doing, dicking around, okay, grinding to the bone when I didn't have to. Now, if you're chasing financial success your whole life, then that's fine. But I wasn't after that at that point in time. I was at, I was actually searching for something inside of myself. I was searching for peace. I was searching for um, discovery and finding my true purpose and thriving with this, this purpose that, that I felt that was, I was, uh, destined to have. Right. And I grinded and grinded and grinded. And during that grinding process, I still had to grind on three or four other platforms. So I could be in a position of financial success because comedy by itself wasn't going to be the answer. And so what I'm getting at is From then on, I watched that same friend bless other people 
and pull hit pull them along on his financial rocket ship ride and i watched people that didn't grind like i did hours and hours and hours a day sleepless nights and then all of a sudden you have a family and you're wondering how you're going to pay bills and you're wondering how you're going to get your kids through daycare because daycare is expensive as fuck and how are you going to afford diapers and all this shit when you have all these bills coming at you from different angles and then i would look at those other people with envy but hate in my heart and i hate i hate to say it and then i was just like man they didn't work as hard as i did but but that's right they worked smarter not harder and that's where i failed i was so uh hell-bent and so honorary to do what my passion was and i made that choice so who was i at the end of that day who was I to look at somebody else because they didn't make the decisions I made because they made a, a better, a smarter decision to do something about their future. And I chose to go around the world and perform in fucking comedy clubs like a goddamn clown on stage for people night in and night out where, where it was fun, but it was extremely hard to be lucrative. You could, It could be lucrative, but you had to be on the road all of the time. And that's where I watched a lot of my life pass me by. As I watched it when my kids were young, I watched it from airplanes and from FaceTime and from hotel rooms and all these lonely nights all over the fucking world. And I was never home with, with my family. And that's where something started to chemically change inside of me. And I saw the man that I was becoming and I was not happy with that at all. And so I had to make some changes. And change when you're uncertain um it it's very very hard to make when you walk away from something that you were so passionate about that you loved at one point that was putting food on the table and you walk away from that just cold turkey that's hard to do and you know the reason i the reason i'm telling this story is i know a lot of people and i know a lot of um emergency service people especially they're in this business and they're they're so far in it that they're afraid to walk away from it, right? Because they walk away from potential retirement. They walk away from these things. So they stay in a job that they absolutely hate. They stay in a profession that they no longer once loved. It's okay to not feel the same way about your current profession. That's fine. It That happens, man. That That's called change and that happens all of the time and it's okay to not be the same person you once were 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's called growth actually. And sometimes you outgrow things and that, that doesn't make you any less of a, of a responder. If you feel like you've outgrown the, the career, the profession, you gave it all you had. And if you're burned out, you're fucking burned out. The scary part is how do you, how do you just walk away from it from walk away from all of that security and start something new? And pick up where you left off financially to where you don't you don't miss a beat. Where you can still pay your bills. Where you can still um, take care of the people that depend on you. How do you do that? You know, and and only you only you can do that. And I'll tell you a little bit about my story. It's all in my book, um, Create Your Own Light. But when I walked away from comedy. It was one of the hardest things I had to do because I had to, uh, I was doing well, all right? And and for me to walk away from that, 
I needed to at least replace what I was making. And I, that's all I'd ever known is being a first responder and, and being a fucking telling dick jokes on stages. Right. But I had other tools in my arsenal. I'd always invested in real estate. I knew how to, I knew, I knew how real estate worked. And so I just got my license and I started buying houses and flipping them. I'm not going to get into this long drawn out story about what I did and how I did it. But that's what I started doing. And immediately the payoff financially was, was instant. And I wouldn't recommend anybody just going out and doing this if you don't have a background in it, because I actually knew a lot about it. So that's why I didn't lose my ass. Um, but I did extremely well with it and financially it was fucking awesome. But inside I was incomplete and I was still, I was still, um, lost and I was still feeling hopeless and I couldn't find purpose. I couldn't find inspiration. I would wake up every day trying to be inspired, but the only thing that was inspiring me was money. And I was so money driven that I was losing myself in the process. And all I wanted to do is take care of everybody around me. But at the same time, I was losing everybody around me because of who I was becoming. And that's when some things changed after three years of not doing what I knew I was meant to do which was be on stages and being in front of people. I knew that I got inspired. Something inspired me. I put that's in my book. I'm not going to sit here and tell this whole story right here because I'm not trying to make this dark, but it was a very dark thing that happened to me. And, uh, I got fucking inspired really quickly and it came to me. Now I'm not saying, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's, it's, it is your responsibility to try to inspire yourself, but sometimes it can come from an outside source, but don't sit around on your hands, your whole life waiting for inspiration. Try to try to create some yourself and then recognize it when it does come along from an external source. Um, I was really good at shutting that shit down. Uh, a lot of times something inspiring or potentially inspiring would happen. And I was so negative at the time that I I wouldn't even recognize it or I'd I'd quick to just shut it down. Um, I didn't, my whole thing like with, with this podcast is I made a goal to sit down every Monday or put one out every Monday. Sometimes I sit down on a Thursday, sometimes it's a Saturday or Sunday, but normally when I come into these things, I know exactly what I want to talk about. I have a a rolling Rolodex in my head of a bunch of ideas. Sometimes I jot them down. I put notes in my phone and I've been uninspired. I'm going to be honest. And you can probably tell it from this podcast because I'm, or this is this episode because I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but there's a point I've been laid up for two weeks and I couldn't find inspiration, but I knew I needed to put an episode out. Um, so I could have one out for this Monday and that would be episode 54. And I had to do it myself. I sat down. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to sit down and, and we're just going to, if, if I ramble, I ramble. But what's coming out, it's coming out. And what I realized is this. I try really hard to always put out the best stuff that I can put out. I'm not saying it is the best, but it's the best that I can do. I sit down and I give it 100% of my effort every single time. I don't, I don't phone it in. Um, same as when I was on stage doing comedy all the time. I, I would go up there. And I never phoned it in. I always poured 110% and I let that crowd have every bit of me that they wanted. Um, if they were uptight sticks in the mud, sometimes I'd take my foot off of the gas. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Y'all want to be miserable, then be miserable. Fuck you. But I'm, I mean, I'm going to have fun regardless. But what I'm getting at is this. 
I think a lot of times as human beings, we want instant results and we want the best results. We're so afraid of failing or afraid of not hitting a fucking home run every time we step up to bat. A lot of times we don't, we won't even get into the batter's box. Well, that's me. That's, that's right now today. I'm in the batter's box. Are you? I'm up here. I'm just trying to get on base today, baby. That's it. Uh, you know, everything we do doesn't have to be a home run. It doesn't have to be a game-winning uh, field goal, touchdown, fucking basket, um, or anything. Sometimes just moving forward is all we need to do so we don't become stagnant. And before you know it, you, when you can, you're continuously moving forward, you're making progress. And then you look back and you're like, man, I've come a long fucking way, but I've come a long way through trials and tribulations. I didn't come a long way because everything was just going perfectly all the time for me. I came a long way because even when shit was bad, I was moving forward. Does that make sense? Or, is it, or am I going crazy over here? I'm excited because I finally have my MRI scheduled today at three o'clock. And so I get to go in and, uh, have my MRI of my low back and hopefully we can start to get some answers about what's going on. Uh, I know what was going on from a long time ago. I just want to see kind of what's changed. Um, I know I had arthritis in my back. I had, uh, um, three, three herniated discs and, um, degenerative disc disease. <laughs> so I had a lot going on, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see the progression that it's made. Um, so I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed on that. Hopefully it hasn't made too much progress and kept it in check because I haven't had any uh, bad flare ups lately. But one of the things I was thinking about was pain and how pain plays into our lives and how pain can keep us from being inspired and how pain can actually cause depression. And I look back, I've had back problems since 2000, since I got out of the Marines. It started when I was in the Marines, but I've had them since I got out, when I got out. And uh, the older I get, the, the, the harder it's getting, the more uh, the harder it's getting for me to manage the pain. And I look at that and I try not to let it control me. Um, I still try to find a way to be inspired through through that. So I don't know if there's a message there, but I know a lot of us that are getting older have have different kind of pains and and things going on. So I just hope that you're able to stay inspired through all of that. And I hope you can um, keep pressing forward despite what's going on in your life. Go inspire yourself this week sometime. It's not today, this week. Go find it. I, I, I have to go find it myself right now. Um, I'm not going to apologize because I know this episode's coming in light, but you know what? It's here. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep making progress. I'm going to keep trying to inspire myself, and I'm going to keep my, my eyes and ears open. So if it does come from an external source, I'm not going to shut it down. I'm going to allow it into my universe, and I'm going to feed on it. And I'm going to make a delicious plate of something out of it. <laughs> I had to cancel Iowa uh, this week, man. And I was pretty bummed out about that. I had three three big events this week that were canceled due to COVID. And, um, you know, it's just an unfortunate thing because I don't cancel events. But that kind of kicked me in the nuts. Um, but, you, you know, you live and you learn. And But I'm fortunate because... We still have events adding to the calendar. I thought my 2022 was done being booked. I, I was like, I'm booked for the year. I'm good. But, man, it's like 
I keep getting uh, a lot of inquiries to teach post-traumatic purpose and I couldn't be more blessed. And how how do you say no? You know, you can't. And it's, I'm trying to do it delicately. I'm trying to balance it as much as I can. So I don't get burned out like I did years before, but I'm super thankful at, at the same time. So thank you all for your support. It means means the world to me. Hopefully by next episode, I'll have my, my full voice back and we'll come back with, with a lot more inspiration. So um, having said that, y'all have a great week. Bye.